All content discussed on Hypochondriac are the individual opinions of Dr. Priyanka Wally and Sean Hayes and should not be construed as personalized medical advice. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. I'm Dr. Priyanka Wally, medical doctor and stand-up comedian. And I'm Sean Hayes, actor and hypochondriac. It's safe to say that I'm not America's first hypochondriac, but I am America's first hypochondriactor. Priyanka. Oh my gosh, Sean. You just found I, out, we just found out some great we news. We just I found loved, out something I amazing. I love seeing you so happy. Tell me what happened. Tell everybody so what happened. So hypochondriactor got nominated for Best Wellness and Fitness Podcast from the 2023 iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. It was just kind of unbelievable. It's kind of a I big know. deal. I'm it's a big deal. cheering up, Sean, because <laughs> I love it's that. like... Isn't that we, sweet? It's... I can't tell you how much that means to me because you know there's so much heart put in this podcast I with know. the studying and like to actually see that and we're... You know, right up there with some big name podcasts. Yes, you and know. Derek and Rebecca and Riley and us the too and Hazy team. Mills and everybody yes. who's like made it possible. Yeah, it's a big deal. And so I think uh, we can all celebrate. It really is an honor just to be nominated. Oh my gosh. Every, it's the biggest cliche thing to say in the world, but it really <laughs> is true. It's cliche because yes. it's true. And, you know, we wouldn't do this at all without our listeners, you yes, know, and all the callers and everything. So I'm just so just just pleased and touched by this whole thing. Yes. First and foremost, it's all you guys, all you guys yes. who listen and give a shit about what and we also, have to Sean, say. And also, Sean, we need to give credit where credit's due, because if you weren't the one who was like, oh, hey, please. I have a lot of medical things and I need to talk about this <laughs> now, like if it wasn't for you, would, none of this would be possible. If, if, so, If it wasn't for me wanting free medical advice by way of a podcast. <laughs> if it wasn't for this broken health, we wouldn't have needed this podcast. I know, so right? We can thank America for that. My takeaway, though, is at the top of, of this conversation, Conversation, you said hypochondriactor. When I say hypochondriactor. <laughs> so I love how neither of us pronounce it consistently. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to blame that on the fact that I actually learned to speak Hindi before I learned to speak English and then okay. I forgot how to speak Hindi. So well, I'm going to blame this accent stuff on my own stuff. Uh, I don't buy it. I don't buy it, but <laughs> sure, fine. I also uh, like, I also won't buy the fact that you say fragrance. Fragrance? Fra or what Instead of fragrance. <laughs> fragrance. Fragrance. Wait, what is it? Is it fragrance or fragrance? It's fra it's not Fraggle Rock. It's fragrance. It's fragrance, fragrance. rock. And yeah. I said fragrance. I think because it's flagrant and fragrance. No, but it's fragrance. You you didn't even say fragrant once. You said fragrance or fragrance like seventy five <laughs> times. It's hysterical. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that was. And I love how you and Bonnie Hunt oh, Bonnie, Bonnie said Hunt, yeah. nothing. And your, I could see your eyes <laughs> yeah. get larger. Like it was like, oh, did she really just say if what she just said? I, I, did she well, just I, really when, say fragrance? When yeah, when you first said it, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna let it pass and just keep talking. <laughs> but I talking. kept saying it. Yeah, and I was like, okay, oh she's gosh. gonna keep saying it. I have this memory growing up. Yeah. I'm in uh, fourth grade and in yeah. spelling bee, and I had to spell the word um, like watch or something. Yeah, and I remember it was like W A T C, and I said. H instead of H. And okay. I remember oh, that's interesting. Like the entire class just like burst into laughter. Oh, they really? They were like, ha ha, H, H. And in India, 
people say H. They don't say H. Instead H is a H. very American pronunciation of the letter H. So I remember being like, I don't understand what's going on. So embarrassing. Well, how about this? Our guest today. Elaine Hendricks. Uh, yeah, Elaine Hendricks. Can Elaine you Hendricks it? is amazing. Oh my God, so I love her in Superstar. Her. I love her in Romeo Michelle's. I love her in everything oh. she's ever done. She was amazing in The Parent Trap. I don't know yes. if you remember the way, for that. Totally incredible. saw it. I saw it. Yes, she was great. Um, so good. But before we get to the amazing Elaine, let's listen to uh, two callers. Uh, the first one is from someone named George. Let's listen to what George has to say. Hey, Sean, this is George. So growing up, I have slept walk um, all throughout my life. And eventually I thought I was starting to get night terrors. Um, I actually broke my collarbone waking up in the middle of the night. And I guess I tried to um, run and hit towards the window and I tripped and got back into bed, got up afterwards and my collarbone was broken. Um, so years after trying to figure something out, it turns out that I have uh, sleep apnea. So I got that under control, but unfortunately that did not stop um, my issues at night. We'll come to find out as of uh, last year, I, it's not night terrors that I have, but it is REM behavior disorder. So I start acting out my uh, dreams uh, when I'm asleep. Uh, so I'm on melatonin and that seems to work so far. Um, hopefully I will not have any bad flare-ups anytime soon. George, thank you for, for talking about that. That's wild. So, so, so Priyanka, yeah. I don't understand the difference between, I know people use the phrase sleepwalking. Is that like the general word for the actual medical condition, which is what he's calling REM something? Right, right. So this is the umbrella category of parasomnia, which parasomnia means an abnormal sleep behavior. Yeah. So in order to understand this issue, you got to understand how normal sleep works first. So yeah. in REM or rapid eye movement sleep, normally in a physiologic normal person, when you go to sleep, your brain actually paralyzes your muscles so you don't move right. in your sleep. That's normal and that's protective. Because and sometimes nightmares are like when you can't move, right? Oh yeah, that that is called sleep paralysis where you're actually awake, but your brain still hasn't turned off the paralysis uh -huh. part of sleep. So basically your brain sends signals to paralyze your body and stop your body from moving. And that's because you don't want to act out whatever it is you're dreaming. But in REM behavior sleep disorder... Something happens in the brain where this process is interrupted, and so your muscles are not paralyzed. And so what you're doing is you're actually physically acting out your dreams, maybe making noises, uh -huh. um, violently moving your arms and legs. And, wow. you know, what's interesting about this story, George is saying, like, that— First of all, he was diagnosed with a couple of other things that mm -hmm. seem similar, like sleep apnea or night terrors. Right. And But then he finally got the diagnosis of REM behavior disorder. And it sounds like he was he found this out at a young age. But if you look at the literature about people who develop this later in life as an adult, sometimes it can be a precursor or a sign of other things that impact the brain, like yeah. Parkinson's or Alzheimer's oh, or wow. any, any sort of process I mean, affecting the brain. Do you feel, uh, does, does one feel rested if they have REM sleep disorder? Like, do you wake up back in your bed or, or and you're I like, doubt mm, it. I feel rested? Yeah, because first of all, if I had that, I'd get arrested because if I acted out on all my dreams, I'd, <laughs> right. I'd, I'd be doing like all these horrible, <laughs> horrible things. You know, George uh, broke his collarbone. So, I mean, it's definitely I not restful at all. 
And basically anything that affects the brain, so even medications like SSRIs or any meds that affect the serotonin pathway can also cause REM behavior disorder. And what's wild is that melatonin is the the treatment, which is like an over-the-counter thing. The melatonin, they don't quite understand why, but it sort of turns off that part of your brain that's firing your motor neurons. So so it helps paralyze you more in your sleep, which is what you want, right? Wow, I can't take melatonin. I know. I, get, I, have, a head, I have a hangover the next day if I take too much melatonin. Anyway, oh, George, totally, I'm yeah. glad you're glad melatonin works. That was easy, huh? Just like, yeah, yeah I have this issue. Here's to go to the, you know, supermarket and get some melatonin. I wish everything Seriously. was that easy. You know, in Europe, melatonin is not over the counter. You need a prescription. Really? Yeah, because they they really don't want people to be on high doses or at any <sighs> dose at all. Yeah, but here in the U.S., you can get like 10 milligrams like can, at yeah. Walgreens. Next uh, caller is Julia. Let's listen to Julia. Hi, Sean and Priyanka. My name is Julia. I love your podcast. You both bring me so much happiness every week. Uh, I wanted to share my cancer survivor story with you. Oh, good. I was diagnosed with bone cancer at age five. Um, The type of tumor was Ewing sarcoma, E-W-I-N-G-S. And the route that they decided to go instead of amputation was to replace my left femur with a prosthetic titanium rod. Um, It goes from my hip all the way to my knee. Hmm. And I've had about a total of 15 surgeries due to this. Wow. Um, Wow. There's a whole lot to the story, but I just wanted to share that if it wasn't for my mom and how strong she Uh was through all of this, um, when we found out I was diagnosed, she was pregnant with my brother and raising my two older sisters. Um, And she made me feel like, I was never sick because she uh. was so strong. Oh, um, I, love I love your guys' show. Thank you so much. Mm. Thank you, Julia. Thank for you, Julia. That. Julia, what I mean, yeah. we, I, we are the same. We have the same mom. Uh, my mm. mom was just like your mom. She was just so great uh. and strong and, and provided for all of us to tr- uh-huh. always put a happy face on. Not always, but as much as she could under yeah. all that stress. So uh, big shout out to your mom and all the moms yeah. out there that are loving and caring and strong and Great yes. moms. I love that. And then your survival story. Thank you for sharing that. That's yeah. huge. That's like amazing. Uh, now break it down for me, Priyanka. I didn't understand the shit. So the cancer was in the leg? Yeah. It's So Ewing sarcoma is a bone cancer. Okay. It's a malignant bone cancer. And it's very interesting because it happens in young adults or children. It's It's usually found in younger people. And it's one of those things where the tumor could be there for months before it becomes large enough to actually cause some pain or swelling. And when you do an X-ray of someone that has Ewing sarcoma in their bones, they teach us this in med school that on the X-ray, the tumor actually looks like onion skins. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It has a very distinct appearance on X-ray. Maybe you fry that up and put it in your Sloppy Joes. Well, not that kind of stuff. No. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) That would be a very not tasty Sloppy Joe. and, oh. you know, you have to, the the treatment, you have to take the cancer out. So usually there's surgery and then maybe chemo, radiation. And when you look at the cancer under a microscope, it yeah. actually shows really small blue colored cells. Oh, wow. They're blue. Wow. Yeah. 
Um, That's and wild. we don't really understand why this happens and why it happens in young kids, but. And, um, and and wait, and Julia did went through fifteen surgeries. Yeah, yeah. For, so to there must have it? been to to probably to remove it, and then there were probably some follow up surgeries that needed to be done to help with the bone alignment or or whatnot. If she was here, I would have loved to ask yeah more questions around that. But that's a lot of surgeries, Julia, and I'm for I'm a so, young for a young person. Yeah, or I just mean, for gosh. any person, I'd say yeah, young yeah. or old. Yeah. But thank you for sharing that story. You know, it affects um, three and a half percent of kids in America between wow. the ages of 10 to 14. Wow, that's, so. not, that's not a, like, that's a big, that's a large number of yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. And for something that we don't still quite understand, like what causes it? Yeah, I'm just so glad that, you know, you yeah. were able to call in and... Yeah, Again, like I props to your mother for that, yeah. for that stamina, that love, and to you and your mom and the whole family. And Julia, you're like our hero. Like that's the uh, what a thing to survive and get through. And that it's you sound like you're doing great. Yeah, so, so cool. Thank you for that. Yeah. So, folks, we love, love, love hearing your messages. Please feel free to call us. Our number here is one three two three five two nine six zero three one. Keep sharing your stories with us. We love it. We love it. We love it. Let's get to our guest. We are supported by Indeed. When it comes to hiring, you need to trust your gut. But what if you could give your gut some help? Well, when you want to find top talent fast, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. So, Sean, real talk, I have actually hired folks through Indeed. I love that. gone through the process, shortlisted the candidates based off of their resumes. And it works. And it worked. It totally worked. And you got what you wanted and everybody's happy. I love that. So don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hey, waiting. Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Visit Indeed.com slash actor to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash actor. Indeed.com slash actor. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oh, my God, there she is. She's so, our guest today is an actor known for her role, Superstar, Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. My God, I love both of those movies so much. Mm -hmm. The Parent Trap remake, and I love that too, and Dynasty. She's also an amazing animal rights activist. We are so excited to have her today. It's the wonderful, amazing Elaine Hendricks, who's like sitting in like this gorgeous bubble chair. This is my takeover the world chair. Okay. <laughs> well, got guess it. what? Mission accomplished. <laughs> yes. Done I and mean... done. Elaine, what a pleasure to meet you. I'm such a fan. Yeah, Thank me you. too. This is, you look gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Well, I was going on camera. So, I, I mean, I know I'm not going to be seen, but. No, I know. But for us, that's kind of amazing. Wait a minute. I want to talk about Dynasty because the final season aired already in September, right? It did. And then yeah. we dropped on Netflix. Oh, that's so cool. Mm. And, yeah. and because Alexis Carrington, and then you have to add the Colby, and then you have to add the Dexter. Like, uh, she was such an iconic role. And wasn't it Joan Collins who played it in the first one? Yes. And then you, Joan Collins was on an episode of Will and Grace, but I asked her, or somebody asked her to come back for a second episode, this episode about plastic surgery. And she goes, oh, no, 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 I've never had plastic surgery. And I was like, huh, 
Okay, so um. I, 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 no comment. If you'd seen my face, like no, no, no comment. No comment. No comment required. No comment required. Um, so wait. So what was that like to play such an iconic character? And you did it brilliantly. Oh, thank you. That's a high, high compliment coming from you. Um, no. I, you know, I, I, I don't. I, I didn't really think about. It, in that term, and you know, in those terms, because yeah, I think sure. if you, you step into it going, oh my God, I'm playing this iconic character. I might not want to get out of bed in the morning. I mean, it's just right. too much pressure. Mm. <laughs> right, right. So I, I didn't think about, I watched the original. I grew up on the original. Yeah, same. And I just, I didn't think about it. I just made her my own, you know, mm-hmm. she's yes. devilishly manipulative and yes. I just focused <laughs> on that and having fun and I, and I loved right. it. Yeah, yeah. I thought you just were unbelievable. I just, it, 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 one of the best I've ever seen. It was so good. That performance was amazing. Uh-huh. So um, now you may know this. You don't have to answer this, but that you're like a queer icon because like on TikTok, a lot of Gen Z says that your character in Parent Trap was their gay awakening. Have you heard that? What is that like to hear? Yes, many times I've heard that. I love it. I take it as a great honor. I was awarded this year by the Human Rights Campaign for my LGBTQ ally work. And I, yeah, and I just, thank you. So, you know, I feel like a lot of my characters have aligned with that community. And I was the Grand Marshal of Atlanta Pride this year. And it's very, it's particularly special to me when I get to like connect with people in person and to feel the love like directly. That's something Mm. that I relish every second of. It's interesting too, because, um, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day who, and we kind of came to this conclusion that why why is the connection between strong women and gay men so strong? And I think Uh. it's because women who are as strong like Priyanka and like you, Elaine, like like just in either a gay man's life or, or the world, we're drawn to them because they've always protected us. Oh. Right. And mm. and and us kind of them as well. Like there's this safe, <laughs> unspoken thing of safety. There's this unspoken mm. thing of safety that uh, you guys have always had our backs. And um, I don't know if it's true for everybody, but I've always felt that in my life. So thank you mm. to both of you guys. Wow. Uh, but oh. to all the strong women and all the women everywhere. We just we ended mm. up loving you all. <laughs> that makes me want to cry. And one of the Aww. things that I said um, in my speech at the um, human rights campaign is how mutual that's been uh, yeah. for me. Is mm-hmm. how, you know, I was getting that award for, for being loving and accepting and showing up. And yet yeah. I was like, how ironic it is that you all are the ones who have been loving yeah. and supportive and shown up for me. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so, so sweet. it's yeah. it's very much a two-way street. I Great. Believe. We're yeah. done. We're done. I, and I, I guess the next that. the next step is dinner, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, okay, so wait. So let's get to the good stuff. I don't know anything about scarlet fever. Yeah, let's I've, start with I, the medical. I, I, yeah. I only know the, the term. I don't know what causes it or how you get it or what the symptoms are or anything. But believe me, I'm going to be making a list so I don't get it. Right. Well, it actually comes from, it's actually another name called Scarlatina, which is Latin, but then it comes from the Italian word Scarlatina. Scarlatina, on my pasta, yeah. on my spaghetti. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, it's an infection caused by a bacteria called Streptopyogenes which is actually the same bacteria that causes strep throat. Oh. And yeah, I'm curious, Elaine, about your presentation of how you learned you had scarlet fever and, and what was going on with that. And, and also, too, before you start, I also 
I because I, I'm an idiot. I just thought Scar- I thought Scarlet Fever was terminal. Like if you get it, it's there's no. It's like, definitely it. not it sounds terminal. Like this medieval like yeah. disease, yeah, right? Yeah. Like the plague. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And as a, as a matter of fact, when I got it, I, I was uh, very young. I was very prone to strep throat, and mm-hmm. it advanced. Mm-hmm. And my yes. doctors told me I had scarlatina. And every time I said I have scarlatina, people were like, "What's that?" And then the moment <laughs> I say, "Well, it's scarlet fever," oh, there seems to be a <laughs> yeah, better yeah. recognition like, of yeah. scarlet there's fever. There's an exoticness to scarlatina. Yeah, uh, yeah that's. <laughs> Like, yeah, um, so. yeah, it sounds like it sounds like something you know uh, Alexis Carrington would fake, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, oh man, Scarlet Fever. <laughs> we've we've wrapped the show just too late for that episode. <laughs> um, but Sean, it's not life threatening. You just need good old penicillin, actually, okay. to treat right. it. Old All school right. penicillin, and except I'm 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 like deathly allergic to penicillin, so I couldn't <gasps> oh, take so penicillin. Oh no! Oh, so then, wow. what did they what did they end up giving you? Yeah. So here's the deal: is that I was very prone to strep throat when I mm-hmm. was little, and like. For me, let me back it up for a second. I don't yes. get, like, I don't really get colds. I rarely get the flu. No, like, I get strep throat and scarlatina, you yeah, know? Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. rarely get a paper cut. <laughs> I get hit by a car. Like, oh, yeah, the things I that talk happen to me, too. yeah, the things yeah. that happen to me are kind of a little bit more major. And I don't yeah. know, we could get into the whole psychology about that. But anyway, yes. um, I just remember that I was so sick. I missed two weeks of school. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I had to do two rounds of antibiotics. How old? And, wow. Uh, elementary school. Okay. Elementary okay. school. And I just remember like the first week being so super sick. And then the second uh-huh. week I was still like, I had a rash, I had a fever, but I was well uh-huh. enough where like I could start playing. So it was like, then it became a, a stay at home vacation for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I also like remember I had these very vivid memories of like my father writing me stories and doing things for me. My mom, they were divorced at the time and my mom was uh-huh. working. She stayed home, which was a really big deal. Her boyfriend at the time was also creating games for me. Like adults really rallied around me, and that uh-huh. was kind of a signal uh-huh. to me, like, oh, this is this is more serious. It was uh-huh. it's much it was wow. much more serious at the time. Wow. Uh-huh. And, and, and and Priyanka, do you get it? Is it just like any other sickness that kids give it to other kids? Is it that it's simple? It's very contagious. It is very contagious. And the thing about scarlet fever, it's called scarlet fever because it causes the specific distinctive red rash that they describe as like sunburn with goosebumps on it. Or it has oh. like a sandpaper Jesus, type I w- feel I to it. I wake up that way every day. <laughs> I feel like, I seriously, I'd like, I'd like burn. You have scarletina. <laughs> I have scarletina. <laughs> Um, That's a good drag name. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Elaine, do you remember one of the other features is you get this bright red tongue. It's they, they describe it as a strawberry tongue. Do you remember your tongue being bright red with small bumps on it? And that I don't remember. I just remember like my throat being so mm-hmm. swollen and in fact yes. like with the you know, the white with the like so you'd get with strep and just it yeah. being impossible to swallow. Hey, is, yeah, this, totally. is this where the scarlet letter comes from? You know, that like if you're remember no, that if you're branded. Not, remember the right. woman was branded as like with an A. Right, or but I think that's because she had um a child out of wedlock. Wasn't that why she got branded? I thought, but, there why was some, they call, like, but why do they call it, was, it a scarlet letter? 
I don't, I mean, red classically is just like this, it's like a very intense color associated with like either shame or, I mean, depending on what tradition oh, okay. it sells. You know, it's like I, don't, the, I don't think that's it's like the, the same board, thing. It's like the board game Clue with Miss Scarlet had the thing because she was so, she was nasty. Right, Scar- right. So you had recurrent, you had recurrent strap, you're saying. I did. And they really, okay. they, my doctors debated as to whether to take out my tonsils, which they never did. So I they still have. They never did. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. wow. still? You still have your I tonsils? I still have them, yeah. Wow. So I, I'm not as prone to strep now. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask if you still keep getting that. Yeah. And then I'm curious, you you mentioned that there were some middle ear issues that you ended up having some surgery for. Is that correct? Oh, my gosh. Well, see, this is another thing. Like, now as, <laughs> now as an adult, I'm, I feel like I'm reverting back to a child because I uh-huh. have a, a misshaped middle ear. And uh-huh. so I, now, as a full-grown adult, I'm getting tubes put in. They're putting wow. in, like, permanent ones because I keep getting ear infections. Oh, interesting. And, and it gets to where I lose um, 40 or more percent of my hearing. Mm-hmm. And so it's like this whole—I don't know. I guess just it was my lot in light to have a whole, like, ear, nose, and throat thing. Well, Wait. The, you know, the <laughs> reason I'm bringing that up is because scarlet fever sometimes can spread to the middle ear and lead to— Oh. Middle ear issues and even hearing complications. This lot, this um, this this far away from when she first well, got it. Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, do you remember around the time that you had scarlet fever or getting strep throat issues? Were you also getting ear infections at the same time too? Yes. Okay. Yes. So and I didn't this, know that. I didn't know the connection. Yeah. Yeah. So this totally could be part of like the sequelae of your multiple strep infections. Now, years later. You're dealing with some changes in the middle ear that you're now having to deal with. Yeah. The sequelae of my scarlatino. Scarlatina. <laughs> we're I getting know. we're getting some fancy words. We're getting all the SAT words in here today. <laughs> Wait, Brack, I want to know what happens when you're allergic to penicillin and what your other options are as a kid. Yeah, yeah. So so you have to you have to be treated with usually a totally different category of okay. antibiotics so it's that completely easy. outside. Just well, it depends Ary- on the severity. was for me. Okay, so yeah, that's a macrolide category. I'm curious, Elaine, when you would take penicillin, how did you learn that you are very allergic? Like, what was the reaction that happened yeah. to you? I learned very early in life, and it was an emergency state. And I've had, like, oh, I have wow. one of those bracelets when I travel that wow. I have to wear that says not to give me penicillin. Why? And what what yeah. happened? I, you know, I was really young. I don't remember um, the full details. I just remember, like, always growing up, my mother being, she's allergic to penicillin. She's allergic mm-hmm, to penicillin, mm-hmm. like, being very, very clear. And I've never, te- you know, because you can grow out of allergies. I've never, yeah. I've been way uh-huh. too scared. I was programmed to be way mm-hmm. too scared to try to see if I've, like, grown out of it. Right. You don't want yeah. to like try it out. If I like, what if the side effect was I speak Italian? Like, all of a sudden you speak Italian. You're like, I have a scarlatina. I don't know. I don't understand. Then give me a double dose. <laughs> <laughs> so, Elaine, I'm curious, you know, getting sick so much as a kid and pretty serious illnesses, how do you think that changed or the story you had or the relationship you had with your body and, and your perspective on that? Ooh, good question. And let's let's go deep here. Let's get it. Um, you know, 
again, like I grew up, I didn't really get colds. I didn't have, I didn't have a whole lot of issues, but when I did, they were major. And I tend to think it was more about like my, my mom was on the road to being a psychologist. My grandfather was a doctor. My grandmother was a nurse. My uncles are doctors. My great, like there's so many doctors in my family and Mm -hmm. they make, no offense, the worst patients. Like in oh, my totally. family, yes. yeah, in That's my funny. family, it was very much like, oh, you got a broken leg, just stay off it. You know, I oh, know. You, got, you got a fever, take an aspirin. Like they don't, like oh, it wasn't really? a thing. so true. So yes. I think that for me, like if I didn't feel well, like it had to be so major for somebody to wow. like really like pay attention to it and take notice. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and that's why I'm an actress today. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is so true. I come from a full family of physicians, like both sides, multiple lineages. And yeah, like you have to basically be bleeding out. <laughs> Yeah, completely. Like on the floor, your head to get has to be hanging of, off to yeah. like. Get yeah, 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 like, yeah. Can somebody please reattach this thing? Wait, I um, want to know. I, I I could talk to. You. I can tell. We we have so much in common about the medical shit. I love it. <laughs> I want to know what happened. What that car accident? How did you get into the car accident? Oh what was yeah. The, and what was the effect afterwards of the car accident? Okay. Well, first detail. I was not in a car. I was on a bicycle. Oh my and god. I got, oh, and yes. I got hit by a car. Wow. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, so it's just random. So some car just didn't see you and hit you. Yeah. So here was the deal. So it was, I had just moved to Los Angeles and uh-huh. my license had expired and my uh-huh. roommate had a bike. So I was like, oh, I'll just bike to the DMV. No big deal. I was living mm-hmm. in West Hollywood. Uh-huh. And so I went from like Formosa over to Wilcox. These are streets in LA for the my, people. Yes, yeah. I used I, I lived I lived on one of those streets for most of my life. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and on the way back, I was crossing Highland, which yep. has many lanes. And by yep. the time mm-hmm. I went from one side to the other side, the light had just turned yellow and then was about to turn red. And witnesses had stopped and said the the guy who hit me had been timing the lights so he never had to come to a complete stop. And he was in that furthest lane that it's normally a parking lane, but it was open. So he just blew through and hit me. Oh my goodness. And, um... And oh it was a whole ordeal. I started my career. I was a, I'm, I'm a classically trained dancer, and I was dancing at the time. And it was this. Oh wow! It was just this whole ordeal. And I still, to this day, like, I have certain places in my body that it's like, oh, I need to get like working out again because if, if mm-hmm. like in my back, if it goes too weak, I have issues in yeah, my hip. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I don't like stretch, I get issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. is, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm talking, you know, many years later. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I ended up like I had to have cortisone shots just to be able mm-hmm. to perform. And wow, yeah. do you still dance? Sometimes, particularly <laughs> in my living room. Let's yes. go. I'll, dan- I'll dance. I'll dance with you in your living room. I do love you that. remember do. Elaine, or, or does anyone recollect how fast that car was going when it collided with you? Um, I don't. I mean, I could. Uh-huh. You know, I could look back at the. Uh, police record. Well, but... Yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait while you look that yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go just down to my basement, open the files. It'll, it'll take oh, just man, a second. That, Hold on. <laughs> that sounds really rough. Um, the recovery itself, yeah. And your body probably went into shock. And uh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I fell off a yeah. bike. 
once when I, yeah. I, I can't even. Um, oh, is that what happened? Is yeah. That... <laughs> it's quite as dramatic as your story. Um, wait, so, so, so now the, the injuries from that car accident, I know you just said like sometimes I'll feel it here, is it, but it's nothing's broken or needed. To, was anything broken or needed like internal surgeries or anything like that? No, and but I, I almost wish, and it had been described to me, and I actually believe this that like a, a break would have almost been better yeah. versus yeah. Wow. the soft, all the soft tissue. Like I had whiplash, I had sprain yeah. all down the right side of my body, and again, like if we, like I just had symptoms that would come up. as like, oh, you know, if I got too tired, if yeah. if I worked too hard physically, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. if I wasn't strong enough, like it, it, wow. it'll kick in. By the way, do you ride a bike now and at all? Or are you like oh, petrified? Yeah. No, yeah, okay, good. I, I want to make it like you know. I make up. I, I make it sound like you know. I've had like I'm, I've been sick and injured. All I just feel like these things come from like I've lived a big hard yeah. life. Like I've yeah. like you know right. l- faced life head on really yeah. hard. And so yes, you yes. know part of the consequence of, of that is I get I get a little banged up from time to time. Yeah, for for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's actually yeah. that's actually probably true. Um, all right, guess what we're gonna do now? Yeah, speaking of going hard, let's play oh, Dr. No. Hall of Fame. Woo! So you're each going to get three questions. And if you don't know the answer, guess, because I give possible points for creativity. Sean, you're up first. Here we go. Question one for Sean. Aphakia affects okay. what part right. of the body? Well, there you go. <laughs> and I can I mean, spell it for you. Aphakia. F-U-C-K. <laughs> Um, it's Italian for, uh, you know. It's a- when you got a scartolina. It might be pronounced aphakia as well. That's also another possible okay. view. I think it's aphakia. A-P-H-A-K-I-A. Is there a it, fragrance to it? or No. There, <laughs> there, what part of the body does this uh-huh. condition affect? Or what oh is the medical I'm, term? I'm so sorry, but I love that, like, spelling it's going to help. I, <laughs> you never I, know. That's so funny. She, you're the first person to ever say that, and I always think that. I'm like, why are you spelling it? It's not going to help me. But wait, just say it again. Say it again. So I think it's pronounced um, aphakia. Aphakia. What does it affect? What part of the body does that affect? Is that the question? Yeah. Aphakia. Yes. Well, it's not like aphakia. Like, like... Your back, because my back's always a fucked up. <laughs> no? Uh, I'll give you a point for creativity, but that is not the correct answer. So, aphakia is, the answer is the eye. Aphakia. So, aphakia is a medical term for absence of the lens in your eye because it's oh surgically God. removed, like oh in God. cataract surgery. Oh, God. So, okay. Wow. Yeah. So, aphakia. okay, second question for Sean. What does the abbreviation AOL stand for? America Online. What are you talking about? That is correct. America (laughs) Online. I got scared. I thought it was like a medical thing. Okay. No, no. By the way, I'm I'm one of the last people on earth to actually still have an account. You still have an AOL account? Yeah. I think I do. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. I think I do. I'm pretty sure I do. Okay. Third question. In the 2017 Honda commercial you did as Jack from Will & Grace, you say your brand is sophisticated, upscale, and what? Oh, God. I mean, in a million years, I'm never going to know this. Any guesses? Like my like so- my brand, like Jack yeah. McFarland's brand. Yeah, your brand is sophisticated, upscale, and and, se- and sexy. I don't know. That is incorrect. A little surprising is the answer. Sophisticated, oh, right. upscale, and a little surprising. Okay, so you got one real point, and then you got one creative point. So okay, two ish points. Okay. Okay, Elaine, <laughs> are you ready? I don't know. God. <laughs> okay. All right. 
All right. I can't. Sorry, I have Scarlatina. I got to (laughs) go. Okay. Okay. First question. BRCA1, also known as BRCA1, is a human gene and protein pairing most commonly associated with what disease? I think breast cancer. That's correct. Breast cancer. How would you know that? That's crazy. Those yeah. were, okay. I like I I checked out halfway through that question because I'm like there's <laughs> yeah. too many numbers and <laughs> yeah. letters. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very good. Second question: What band peaked at the top of the charts in 1997 with the single "Mbop"? Mbop. Yes. It was like it was like one of the it was like a boy band, wasn't it? Yes. It starts it starts with an etch. It sounds with an etch. Which is which is Hindi for H. For H. Oh. <laughs> uh, it starts with an H. Uh, uh, Hanson. That's, That's correct. It. Hanson is, is correct. Oh. Okay. All right. We Thanks. are currently Thanks, at Sean. a tie. Now, third question, Elaine, to take this home. All right. Oh, God. In the parent trap, <sighs> what was... In the parent trap, what was the first prank the twins pulled on your character during the camping trip? Um, uh, Such a good movie. Yeah, Thank it is you. I think uh, I think the first one is they put rocks in my backpack. That is correct. They yes! do put rocks in your backpack. Congratulations, Elaine. Three out of I three. told you you'd you win. win. I Dr. told you you'd win. Hall of Fame. And boy, what a winner you are, Elaine. Thank you so much. We love <gasps> yes. you, and thank you so much Such for being here fan. and sharing. Yes. I learned what Scarlet Fever. I didn't know Scarlatina. Yeah, I'm gonna call you Scarlatina from now on. And you're wearing red, by the way. I just I know. I didn't that even too. think about that. I guess that's, that's really sub- subconscious. Oh, uh, love we it. love you, honey. Thank you so much yes. for being here. Love you all. Until next time. Bye. See ya. Ciao. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Ooh, so cool. I Loved know. She's great. Such a powerhouse. Such a powerhouse. I mean, like yes. uh, personality, talent, like yes. everything coming at you like full steam. She's like not to be messed with. Not to be messed with. And also to go through so many illnesses like I that. Well, I mean, that's a lot for a human you being. And then the accident. I mean, like, yeah. yeah, I'm just like so in awe of her resilience. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, you, you work with somebody like that. Mm, yes, I do. I'm and I'm in awe of your resilience too, Sean. <laughs> thanks to Elaine. And thanks also to our callers, George and Julia. Uh, we love hearing your calls. Yeah, I love that. And thank God that everybody's okay as always. Guys, we love you. Thank you for listening. Until next time, don't worry. Be healthy. Bye. Bye. Hypochondriactor is a Hazy Mills production hosted by me, Sean Hayes, and Dr. Priyanka Wally. Rebecca Eisenberg and Todd Milliner are our executive producers. Production and editing is by Rabbit Grin Productions. Original music by Scott Eisenhovel and Leo Rosner. This is a Hazy Mills production. All content discussed on Hypochondriactor are the individual opinions of Dr. Priyanka Wally and Sean Hayes and should not be construed as personalized medical advice. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. Please consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast.